You're listening to the two dumb users. Isn't that satisfying? Good morning, good morning, everybody. Yeah, welcome back to the show. This is episode 371 of the two dumb users. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. How you doing, Mike? How you doing, Derpy? Um, I'm doing fine. Um, Mike, Mike is, is having muted. some trouble. Gonna call. Let's we'll start calling him Mute. How we call you, Dollop? <laughs> Mike's nickname is gonna be Mute from now on. This guy is—he's—he's he's on constant mute. I'm on constant mute. Oh, there, there we go. go. Like everything's plugged in. I don't know why it doesn't work. You managed to put—you managed to pull this off every day. I you. do too, because you know I keep. Why do you, even, why do you even touch anything? Just turn it off and come no, back. No, because I, I have it muted. I have my camera off, so when you guys come in, when I'm just sitting here chilling, watching TikToks, the TikToks aren't being played through the through the mic. You know, I, you know, I have my process. But what's like the process of turning everything like to, back on? Yeah, like, that's the process that you don't have. I like I like to unmute everything in mid conversation to see to, to listen to what kind of nonsense you guys are up to. Is that the um? <laughs> I mean, I mean, is that the process you 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 uh? Yeah, I mute everything, and then I you unmute. don't know, and you don't know how to unmute. I know how to unmute. Everything was unmuted. The wire just came undone. It was loose. Yeah. Well, I'm process. a little skeptical. I'm a little skeptical of this, but uh, all right. We got it. We got everything under control, boys. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm golden. I'm golden. I don't know about you two, but I've been this. I've been ready. Pittsburgh is the cleanest, the cleanest city of all cities in Pennsylvania. Can you guys believe this? Every city in Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pittsburgh has been voted the cleanest. Hey, they are the twenty-three, the twenty-third cleanest city in the entire land of the, of the United States of America. How about that? And and I think that the number was eighty. With all the traffic they have. Eighty-three percent of people who live in Pittsburgh are say that they look out and they don't see trash when they look outside. I believe it. Pittsburgh yeah. is a nice city. Go downtown; it it's nice, except for the traffic. Yeah, the traffic's terrible, but you know, as far as cleanliness, it's not a it's not a dirty yeah. city. It's, no, it is rather clean. Yeah, like you know, like Pittsburgh, you know, they totally revitalized the city. You know, it was a coal mill, steel mill town. Then it, you know, they turned it into like a more or less a high high tech place, man. You know, what big in the medical field, yeah, big in huge tech. in medical. Yeah, so yeah, you tech know, is coming like, along. Yeah, it's not like that. You know, dust covered, scrappy town that it once was. It's you know. It's a nice, nice little, nice area. Yeah. It's nice, man. Like you can you dust. can see things now. You know, you're not covered in layers of soot and I grime. Like the soot. I grew up with the soot. That's what I know. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, fresh air doesn't feel good on the lungs. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, like I need, I need my grime. I need, I need, I need to breathe in grime. the cancer. I need to breathe Smog. in the cancer. Yeah. But yeah, I saw that the other day, and my first reaction was to laugh because we still picture Pittsburgh and the how it was in the sixties and the seventies. Absolutely, 70s. most and people do. That. Yeah, it's not that. You know? Um, I'm again. I'm just going to blow through it because we were coming to a screeching halt with these guys, especially after a fourteen to one <laughs> loss last night. Ooh. <laughs> this was the game that I said that they needed to start off. They uh, pitched their ace. They put the, their their new lineup together. They get beat fourteen to one. Uh, Pirates drop to forty eight and sixty. Who do they play again? 
the Brewers, the team that they have to beat Oof. in order to gain ground in the division. So you win a game, you gain a game. I mean, game. it could be worse. You could have played the Cubs. We're <laughs> just tearing it right now. No, now this is worse, Derpy. We're playing the number one team. We needed to win to catch ground. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. We're ten games out of first place right now. So let's okay. Say we beat Milwaukee tonight, which at this point it's looking like a real stretch. <laughs> but if we beat Milwaukee tonight, we'll be nine games. Nine games. And I remind you that the other day, I mentioned that it was it was um, ten and or nine and a half games. So if we win again, it's looking like a real stretch. But if they win, they'll be sitting at nine games, which is closer to first place than they've been here in a couple of weeks since they had their free fall. I thought perhaps this team might have might might have dug deep down into their chest and found their heart and and, and decided let's let's do this. Let's try to be competitive for these last two months of the season. Uh, they, as I said, they go out and they lay an egg. Basically, it was fourteen to one. They put their ace on the hill. Mitch Keller has a five inning night. Gives up nine hits, eight earned runs, three walks, has five Ks. Uh, Alfonso Rivas, a guy that we brought over in the trade, uh, went zero for three. He had a walk, a run. Cabrian Hayes went one for three. Big Stacks one for three. Not look like there's going to be a whole lot going on. I was hoping. I was really hoping. And again, I, I guess it. I, I don't know. I don't want to say it's premature, but again, you know, you can almost see the end of the road and say, mm-hmm. you know what? I know it's going to happen. So I, I was kind of hoping they would just keep it interesting, interesting enough to want to, to, to stay relevant and to, to keep talking about these guys and talking about the games. But uh, you know, a game that you could use as a starting point. Yep. For the rest of this season. To say that the, the these last two months matter, they lose fourteen to one with their ace on the hill. Uh, you go down through the lineup. I don't think Henry had a hit. I don't think. I mean, yeah, it, he hasn't it was had bad. a hit in a long time. He's like what three for like thirty something in the past what month or whatever. It, it's it's not he, good. He, and he's having defensive liabilities. I think he said Mitch Keller got rocked. What? What happened to him, man? Like it was like right before the All Star break, it, he just started to fall apart, and it, and it hasn't stopped. Like the yeah. aliens from Space Jam came and took his skills. Yeah, he was he was <laughs> he was like one of the top five pitchers in the NL, maybe in all of baseball, top ten. Though the way he was performing the first half of the year, and it just like were the real Mitch Keller. Please stand up, you know. Like who who is this guy? Is he he's reverting back to the way he has been the rest of his career? You know, it just been a guy with potential but can't keep it together this year it looked like he he turned it around like he found it he was going to be the guy we built the staff around now he's falling apart now is he falling apart because the team's falling apart and he's given up or you know is it just this is who he is he's going to have bright spots and then after that it's going to be hit or miss it's uh the brewers they sit at 59 and 51 of course they're fighting they're fighting for that first place in the division against the reds so I think as long as you're playing the Reds or the Brewers the rest of the way, you're gonna you're gonna get a tough battle. These two teams they're 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 duking it out. They want to get that Division One, and uh, both of them have it in their grasp. The Reds had it until yesterday. They lose and the Milwaukee Brewers win, so <clears throat> they keep leapfrogging one another for that first place spot in the National League Central. But um, I, I I don't know, guys. It's forty eight and sixty. Uh, hundred and eight games in. At this you have point, a better they are, of the wild card than the division. 
They don't even have a chance at the wild. They card. don't have a chance. They, they have a better they... chance at a top ten draft pick again. Yeah, baseball's point, weird though, like that. Derpy, derpy. There's, there's like what, fifty games there's left. Baseball and then there's Pirates baseball. They're, they're, there's, they're no not one and to know anything. the other to know, to know two different things, yeah. t- two entirely different things. Like, like Derpy, you're like the internal optimist, man. Yeah. I, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Uh, you can. Uh, you sound like you'd be able to talk yourself into into and out of anything. Derpy. Exactly. Yeah. I. I. You know. It's just. I. I admire the optimism, but nah. Nah. You. You don't. You can tell you're not a pirate fan. You. You do not have optimism when it comes to the pirates. They can go 161 in one, and they're still going to f it up along the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. I ain't going to waste any more time doing this. The Pirates stink. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Football, guys. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Last night started the season officially. It was the first preseason game of the year. It was the NFL Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, between the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. You know know what? After this game, I I needed a cigarette (laughs) just as if you would need a cigarette after sex. Uh-huh. It was that exciting for me. I, I just, I, you, it's great to see the NFL caliber players back on the field. Of course, we followed football all off season, following the USFL, following the XFL. We even followed the, um, the, the Canadian Football League briefly. But you know what? There's nothing, nothing, nothing out there that compares to NFL football. And you know what? I, I, as I said, I needed a cigarette after it. It was such an experience. <laughs> it was so great. Even watching backups, Aaron Rodgers didn't play. Uh, Watson didn't play. Chubb didn't play. No, nobody these guys play, but you know what? I did not care. I did not care one bit. I enjoyed watching NFL caliber football, be it only preseason game one. It was still a treat to watch, and I'm so glad that the NFL is back. So am I. I, 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 yeah, I missed the game. I had to sleep. I had work. The highlights. I was just so happy to see football highlights. Yeah. Real NFL teams. No disrespect to the USFL. Or the XFL. I enjoyed watching them, but this is the NFL. This is the bigs. This is the real football. This is NFL game action. Yes, a lot of these guys will not be playing once the season starts, but it was fun, fun to watch. And ah, oh, Izzy, uh, Izzy, yeah. Izzy, Izzy, Izzy my, with my, a touchdown. He yeah, was pretty fa- good. My favorite pit player. Right he, now. he looked good. He had nine rushes for twenty-seven yards, which is yes. like three yards a carry. But you know what? The, the Cleveland Browns, they look, their defense looked tough. And um, yeah. is he had a good game. He played he had a lot. A good game. And what I saw, uh, too, that, that real quick, man, that Browns front four, man, they looked like they were all over the place, especially in that first quarter, man. They were all over the place. Um, to, to pee on the board, welcome this morning, my friend. Welcome, he says uh, baseball season in Pittsburgh is over. Baseball season in Pittsburgh is over in the beginning of April. <laughs> we like to entertain the idea that it's not but you know what the beginning beginning of april we're pretty certain that you know the pirates aren't going to do anything this year but uh yes yes i agree with you p it's over now that you have the nfl football here there's no way especially mm. seven days from right now seven days from right now guys can you believe it this time next week we're going to be talking about the game tonight which would be at that time the steelers versus the tampa bay buccaneers guys it, it's 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 here it's it's here there's no more waiting it's here it's go time it's go time and oh god i i'm salivating i'm drooling thinking about the pittsburgh sealers in game action one week couple, i i can't wait. even want to start though i mean like you you gotta you gotta let i i want to let Pickett play 
Um, you know what? Let me let me talk about this this Browns game briefly, and then we'll get okay. into the Steelers yeah. and what yep, they're doing yep, because yep, there yep, are yep. a few things that relate. Yeah, uh, one one comment I do want to make: the guy that Derpy goes on and on and on and on about is as uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, which I acknowledged he was good. I, I made comments going into this uh, into the season about some of the issues that I noticed last year in the bowl game versus Pitt. Of course, he played quarterback at UCLA. Uh, he, he he looked real good last night. Granted, he was playing against guys that were four strings <laughs> yeah you know what i mean by time he got in he, he didn't start but he was playing guys that probably mm-hmm. won't be on the team uh but he did he looked nice he, he got a good set of legs he on looks him. dominant he, he, looks dominant. Like control. He, he took control of the game and it was impressive to see i, I will say that uh, another quarterback comment that i do have i tell you what from it's been a long way since Zach Wilson said he was going to uh, uh, make Aaron <laughs> Rodgers' life a living hell. Of course, we know that that's been <laughs> resolved. However, watching the game, that there was no way that was, was ever going to happen because Zach Wilson looked like a little kid that looking to Aaron Rodgers for help when he come to the sideline, and, and he's just looking at him like, please tell me what to do, and Aaron just casually strolls over and tells him what to do. Uh, you know, it was, it was dude running his mouth and blowing off some steam for whatever reason, but Aaron Rodgers, without even playing it down so far, it looks like he is in complete 100% control of this team. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun ride watching these jets. I want to, I want to see him a little closer to the season when we're starting to see starters, you know? Yeah. I, I want to see like all the additions that they added. How's that going to affect that team? Cause that team, You're right. Like, they, like they really were just a quarterback away, but then it's like, okay, we're gonna add this guy that Rogers wants. We're gonna add this guy. How is that gonna affect like the team, the team chemistry? Right, because yeah, they, they they had something going. I I just I don't know. We we definitely I mean, know uh, Zach Wilson. It was not the guy. Hopefully, you know, for them, Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback they need to get them over the hump to compete in the in the AFC, especially the, watch them that get division. Williams next year. Um, USC quarterback. Watch them get Williams. Who the Jets? The Jets. Um, I don't know. If it's going to be interesting because UCL or who is it? Uh, no, a couple of teams might be going to the Big Ten. Like, who, who was this talk? Like Oregon and um, UCLA or? Yeah, it's like the God. Like, what was it? Like the I don't Big know. I was trying to poach teams. Yeah. Now, like yeah. um, the Big Ten's trying to poach teams. It's weird. It's weird. A lot of weird things going on with college football. Keep an eye on that. Um, they did have an interview with Darrell Rivas, which was really cool last night, of course, being the Hall of Fame yeah. game coming up on the Hall of Fame um, inductions, which is tomorrow, which is tomorrow. It was really neat to see and hear from Mr. Rivas. Rivas, of course, is the 10th player from Pitt entering the Hall of Fame, which is tied with Ohio State with the fourth most amount of players. Hmm. The Hall of Fame, Ohio State and Pitt are tied with fourth, the fourth most amount once Darrell Rivas goes in tomorrow. And uh, like like Ohio State, I think that there's a couple other Pitt players out there that's going to be in the Hall of Fame soon. Um, a couple that Mike mentioned on the show yesterday, Larry Fitzgerald and Aaron Donald. Both, uh-huh. locks, both, they, both locks for the Hall of Fame. As soon as they yeah. hang it up, add their five years, let's get them guys into the, into the Hall. But it was cool to see that, and I can't wait to see Darrell tomorrow also a uh, couple things from the game last night, guys. A rule change, a rule change. I've seen it. On the kickoff, if the guy calls for a fair catch mm-hmm. inside the 25, he gets the ball at the 25. Yes. Hmm. So if you get if you fair rule. catch the ball in the three, 
you get the ball to 25. Correct. Why wouldn't you do this all the time? I, I would do it all the time. It's the college college brought this in years ago. And yeah, that's what they do. You know, just call for the fair catch. I, I, I would all the time because you're going to get, you know, that's free yardage right there. Just call for the fair catch. Don't even try and do a return for teams that have bad returners. Pittsburgh, I'm looking at you. Fair catch. Just tell your guys, go out there and fair catch it all the time. And the other one in speculation uh, we're talking about right now is regarding the guardian caps, the um, gaudy looking pillows that they wear on their helmets during practice. They're talking about implementing, putting them on the helmets for the games. Uh, it cuts down on uh, when, when wearing these helmets, it cuts down 52% hmm. chance of getting a concussion. I say, don't go with the gaudy looking pad. I, I say, create a helmet with the pad somewhere yeah. within or you know i mean you can't go with the, the with the goalie pads yeah. on your heads every day if they Create make a helmet like smaller and more efficient I, right. would, just like anything yeah. else that you have your phone your computer your tv yeah. you know you, you want to you know advance it and get it to a form that's going to mm-hmm. be not as embarrassing and stupid looking and uh I, i'm all for that make their helmet more more safe that's fine i just think they, they can't run around with those pillows on their heads right yeah that, that it, yeah that's not attractive I, for the business yeah, that's where you know that's when you get down into like player safety wise. Yeah, it makes sense business wise. It, it it you know from from a visual standpoint, you know it's a visual medium. You want to look at that, but if I was the players and they say, yeah, I'd be all for it. You know, but on, owner side, I'm like, eh, let's not exec side. You know, TV exec sides. They're like, eh, nah. But yeah, if you can get it like streamlined, that, right. it, it would look. I I kind of like the way they look. If they're just more streamlined, it makes the helmets look unique. Said I, I create the helmet with it somewhere Put within. It within. I, that's yeah. you know, um, I don't a couple know. other things going on here, guys. We have the uh, Steelers trying out former Titans DB Joshua Kalu. Joshua Kalu. Anybody know anything about Joshua uh, Kalu? I, I think they he left without a contract. Was okay. I, what I just read, yeah. and they it, they brought in like a bunch of other safeties too. Okay. Yeah, they're like uh, John Reed. He has like what 27 games started throughout his nfl career he went to penn state he bounced around a couple other guys who had like a handful of starts in the league and they've been bouncing around they're bringing in because what mink has been out with dealing with like a personal matter and then the gazee and keanu neal are both banged up yeah like your top three safeties are out and and, you know just being your defensive backfield losing Corey trice as well i mean your players are dropping like flies in the defensive backfield. So yeah. I, I guess it makes sense to bring in some guys to take a look, see, hopefully yeah. everything turns out okay in our favor. Of course, we know we lose Corey Trice for the season, but we got to get these safeties healthy. Yeah, de- definitely. Cause you might, you know, you lose Terrell Edmonds, who was, you know, he was he there. Was every, he was solid game in yeah. game out. He was always yeah. there. Now, you know, our top three guys are out. It's kind of, you don't have any starters back there. Uh, Mike, speaking of Penn State, Penn State, Joey Porter Jr. Uh, he makes up for the previous days in camp with two interceptions yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, Mike Tomlin made it known. He said, Joey Porter is the winner. He is the winner of camp today. So good for him. Those are great signs. Great signs heading into the season to know our probable starting quarter cornerback mm-hmm. at this point yeah. is, um, is really impressing. Yeah, that's what I, I was reading more stuff today. And it was like every chance they 
they get they put him in a spot to make him uncomfortable. Good. See how Good. he deals That's what you got to do. That's and it, it's like do. it's like that that's showing that they want him to start. They want him yes. to be a day one starter. That's how much they trust his you ability. Can't, you can't give him cream puff practices and expect no. him to be a, exactly. a, a NFL caliber quarterback. I I love what they're doing. Yeah, smart move, coach. And if he you know gets beat, they throw him back out there. You know, yes. like you and I talked the other day off air is like he Porter even says you know about that catch that uh Pickens had on him hey it was a nice catch he did what he had to do he beat me guess what you put uh, you know you're a cornerback it's going to happen you you set that aside and you move on this, you have this to kid fail has, you have has, to fail you've got to, to go to the better. league and fail before you can be yeah. good before like, you can be look, successful you know Dar- Darrell Reeves going into a hall of fame how many times he he was burnt in his career, yeah, it happens, a couple times, you know? yeah. You know, even you I know, mean, he shut down those big name receivers, but he's there was been a couple beat, times, yeah. He, he, he got beat by right? him, you know. We, we've seen Deion Sanders get beat, we've seen Rod Woodson get beat. It happens, you know. You're yeah. when you go against the best of the best, you know, there's a decent chance the other guys are going to win out occasionally. So, like, while we are well, talking, we are talking uh briefly these college DBs. I do want to mention that MJ Devonshire, your favorite pit player, he is my favorite uh, pit player, as stated yesterday, is a candidate for the Paul Horning Award, which nice. is the nation's most versatile player. We've seen that, we've seen that in the past from him returning punch, returning mm-hmm. kicks, returning touchdown interceptions. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him on offense, but MJ Devonshire, the cornerback from Aliquippa, yes. surprise, surprise, is the is a Paul Horning award candidate guys so keep an eye open for him uh pit season right around the corner as well these guys are in pads also uh i, I have a, i have a list here i want to do a list i think these guys are going to like this list but real quick i i, I want to just jump topic because i want this list to pretty much carry us out uh, mike this is something that falls into your area of interest jake gensel jake gensel underwent successful right ankle surgery will be reevaluated in 12 weeks um I, as you know as much as i do once you hit september and you're, you know, you're close to hockey. You got preseason in October, right around the corner. Any concerns uh, by you about Jake Gensel getting healthy and getting him back into the lineup? Start the uh, the season when the season starts. Oh yeah, because it's what I read. It he's going to be reevaluated after twelve weeks. You yeah. know that, that that's not like he's going to be ready to go in twelve weeks. That's just right. He's going to miss the first month of the season. He he was out playing in that stupid summer league and hurt himself. It, like why he was allowed to play there makes no sense to me. You know, he had what major soldier surgery surgery not too long ago. Now this, he's 28 years old. What coming up on going to need a contract extension? It, it makes it made no sense for him to be out there playing like this. And that now they're trying to classify it as a nagging injury. If it was nagging, why didn't he have the surgery as soon as season ended? Yeah, right. Or like a Absolutely. month after, you know, take a month off to relax and then, then go get your surgery. Right. Why now? Why it? Why why let him walk around? I mean, you're, nagging... yeah, you're 60 some days out from the start of the season. I it. It's mind-boggling. It's frustrating. <laughs> like, what the f is going on? <laughs> uh, Near the end, Revis Allen became a reef. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. His mom, oh, his mom geez. is going to be um, inducting him, introducing him tomorrow. I believe That's Demarcus awesome. Ware, That's cool. Jerry Jones for Demarcus Ware, uh, the fellow for Cleveland. I can't recall who they say is going to be. Um, I mean, you know what? The, the one thing I did notice about that guy, what's uh, Thomas, Joe Thomas? Uh-huh. He's another one of these guys that got super skinny. Did you see him? Yeah. 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 And he's Pretty. like, he's like uh, Lurch, like these other guys. Yeah. They, they turn into Lurch when they retire. It, it, it was, I, I saw someone comment, I don't, or it might have been you, like, you know, linemen get skinny. 
and receivers and DBs get fat. <laughs> look at Heinz Ward. <laughs> yeah, look they at all... Heinz Ward, and then look at uh, Tanchoken. You're right. Yeah, it's like it's like what the heck's go, going on here? All right, guys, we do want to get back. I have a list to finish out the show. <laughs> this list is, if you saw it, just bear with me. If not, um, enjoy it. This list is since 1971. We are looking at the top 10 teams who had the most defensive players of the year, the top 10 okay. teams with the most defensive players of the year since 1971. Now, a few of them, I'm going to explain it real quick. A few of them have the same amount. So say, you know, this team has three and this team has three. So there's 10 teams in total. So, I mean, some of them may be tied with the same amount, but I'm giving you the top, the 10 teams that do have these particular numbers. All right. Okay. Number 10 going from bottom to top. Number 10, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, since 1971, have three defensive players of the year, which were the years of 90, 95, and 96. You got to think that it was from the, these great Buffalo teams that, that went 0 for 4, unfortunately, in the Super Bowl. But I'm, I'm going to guess that Cornelius Bennett was in there. I'm going to guess that Bruce Smith was in yeah, there. I had to and I don't have the specific names. I just have the years. Number nine. Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. also. Ooh, I can see that. Yeah. The, the, some of those three players. One in 1979. One in 1999, which I I, I could have guessed because that was that. they first were getting good in 99 and then in the 0203s when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But the third one was 02. So it could have very well been Warren Sepp, possibly John Lynch, but I'm gonna lead toward uh, Warren Sepp. Number eight. Again, this is the team that had the most. Defensive players of the year since 1971. The number eight team is the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears, 1985. Surprise, surprise. Yep. 88. And then 05. 05. That team they had in 05. 05 so ha has to be Erlacher. Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Erlacher or yeah. The, uh, the, the safety. They had all those picks. I forget his name. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to look any of this up. I'm just guessing. Number seven. Also with three, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins back nice. in 1973, <laughs> back in 1983, in 2002, I'm going to guess was Zach probably Thomas. either uh, Williams. Williams or the, the uh, Zach oh, Thomas also Dark, going into uh, the Hall of Fame tomorrow uh, okay. night. Who was their DN? Williams, well, Jason okay. Williams. Jason Williams. Don't, don't ask. I was thinking, I thought his name was Aaron Hernandez. Like now, that's the tight end. He's murdered. actually married to Zach Taylor's sister, believe yeah. it or not. And Jason Williams is from wow. Pittsburgh. He, he went to Woodland Hills, <laughs> um, Jason. So that is seven, eight, nine, ten. The number six team, also with three players, who's won the Defensive Player of the Year three times since 1971. This team is guys, the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. I'm going to guess they were all JJ. Maybe at least two of them were JJ. What? But they were the yeah. years of 2012, 2014, and 2015. Yeah, that's JJ. So that was the Texans at the number six spot. And finally, the number, um, I don't know, five. you know what? Number five is the Rams, also with three. 2017, 2018, 2020. I think we could, uh, don't have to go on too far of a limb to figure out who this was. Now, number four, guys, this is the last team that had three. So a lot of teams had three defensive players of the year since 1971. That's a good that's a good guess. You could yeah. be very right on that one, uh, P on the board, Dent for Chicago. 
Richard Dent, the defensive end, number 95, was amazing. Uh, number four, all-time with three, the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. 49ers, 1994, which they had an amazing oh. defense. 97 and, and then 97 and then 22, which was uh, Bosa, correct? Yeah, Bosa. Yeah. They had a, oh, my God. That defense, Ken Norton Jr. Oh, Ken Norton Jr. Oh, Dio. I mean, Dio, Martin he, Hanks. Remember with the yeah, neck? Yeah, I the rubber yeah. neck. I hate. I hated that rubber neck. But I always wanted to do the rubber neck because I yeah, can't. You can't. If you have yeah, white I, neck. You can't do rubber I neck. I can't. No, it's stiff. Uh, so now the guys, those are <laughs> four through ten. Those are all three defensive players of the bat. Defensive players of the year award since 1971. That's crazy. Now. Inside of that is going to be one, two, and three. Number three with four, with four defensive players of the year awards since 1971 is the New York Giants. 81, yeah. 82, 86. Can we say Lawrence Taylor? And then again Lawrence in 2001, 2001. I can't recall who it would have been on that team. Strahan. Oh, could, yeah, Strahan. could have very well been Strahan. Yes. The year he uh, set the sack uh, record. Could very well be Michael Strahan. Uh, number two, the most defensive player of the year awards. Mm, I forgot about Singletary on, on the Niners. Uh, um, yeah. I think Singletary was only coaching on the Niners, wasn't he? I think he played on the Bears. And, oh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, he was middle linebacker for the Bears in the 85 yeah, team. I think yeah, he was coaching right. on that San Francisco yep, team. Yep, you're right. Uh, number two with four, tied with the Giants. Two teams had four players that were defensive players of the year since 1971. The number two team is the Baltimore Ravens, who's only been around since 1996. <laughs> so that's crazy. In the year 2000, which was their big defensive year, mm -hmm. best defense ever, some claim. Uh, 03, 04, I, I'm thinking Ray, Ray, and Ray in 11, in 2011, which probably would have been Ray. I'm not for Ray certain. Lewis and Ed, Ed, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. I think Ed, Ed Reed. Reed. Is he had... getting players of the year? I'm not sure. Our Modell's the GOAT. Yeah, so yeah, 2000. Is. So between 11 years, 2000 to 2011, they had four. So that puts it into perspective. So the last two teams, two and three, had four defensive players over the past, uh, what I don't know, 50 years, wherever it almost is. And then from four to 10, all yeah, those teams had three. Now we're down to the one last team, the number one team, Real quick, with Real defensive quick. player, for the Cowboys, defensive player of the year awards with the most of them since 1971. Fellas is with eight, eight double, double the amount of the next team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody, the Pittsburgh yes. Steelers yep. have had eight defensive player of the year awards one Best since franchise. 1971. You want me to give you the years or what? Let's do the years. Yeah. 72, and the 74, 75, 76, 83, 08, 10, and 21. They have double, double, double the amount of the next team. Uh, double, um, uh, they, they have the same amount as the next two teams. So the Giants and the Ravens would combine theirs. They would only have eight. The Pittsburgh Steelers are the number one team. Uh, with this award, won the Defensive Player of the Year since 1971. Eight guys were, or eight times they were selected 
Defensive Player of the Year, 72, 74, 75, 76, 83, 08, 10, and 21. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Even, even if you're not a Steeler fan, not like that's bad at all. Yeah. Me and you know, Joe because look what the other teams have done. Yeah. And, you know, can you name the players, Mike? Yep. Mean Joe Green in 72 and 74, Mel Blunt in 75, Lambert in 76, Woodson in 93, Harrison in 08, Paulo Malo in 10, and then um, TJ Watt two years ago. Look at you. Yep. I, lo- I had to yep. look that one up. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Dick Butkus. Um, well, let me take a look. Was he into 71? I'm not sure. Dick, but that's another like... point of why the Steelers are the best franchise. It proves another point of why they're the best franchise in the league. Um, why is that, Derby? Because I'm this, just saying all yeah, the no. players that have done. Mike, are you looking up the Dick Butkus question? The that, Dick, um, uh, yeah. The dirt, uh, the, um, P has on the board. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing it. Uh, so I'm going to do one of these here. NFL defensive. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the website, guys. Everybody, check out the website at www.twodumbinjures.com. Over on the website, there's all kind of cool things. There, you know, you could find links to any one of the 371 shows. Uh, there's uh, all kind of information, personal stuff, stuff about the people on the show. There is also the the store where you can go and you could buy all kind of cool things, two dumb yinzer stuff, and then the um, Bob Nothing, Bob Nothing gear is on there as well. So go check that out, guys. Are you ready for a little trivia? Yeah, Dick trivia. Butkus did not win defensive player of the year. Oh. Dick Butkus didn't win. No. Wow, that is insane. Well, all right. Yeah, well, the award didn't start until 71, so. Yeah. So st- we're sticking with baseball just for a couple more days for the sake of just uh, – because because football is going to be here and it's going to be no baseball at all. So I'm going to basically uh, ride out with a few more questions about the teams the Pirates are playing. This is going to be a Milwaukee Brewers question. I think you guys should be able to get this. It's going to be – it's going to sound a little bit more difficult than it is, but uh, once you think about it and let it run through the, run through the mill, I think you're going to be all right. All right, 1974, fellas. In 1974, who did the Brewers receive from the Braves in exchange for uh, David May and Roger Alexander? I'm looking for who the 1974, who the Brewers received from the Braves in exchange for David May and Roger Alexander. Go ahead and think that one over, guys. Uh, we are we are live every day, seven days a week, right here, right here. You can check us out. And then also the show that we do every day live, we upload it over on Spotify at 8 o'clock p.m. in podcast form. So if you would prefer just to listen to podcast, go over to Spotify at 8 o'clock for a brand new episode of the Two Dumb Yenzers every day. What right. was the year, sir? I am looking for 1974. Okay. Derby's, Derby's fast, quickly typing oh, it into typing. his computer. I'm uh, not. I, I, I can hear the keys. Uh, I can hear the keys crashing as we speak. Uh, let's see. 1974, who did the Brewers receive from the Braves in exchange for Dave May and Roger Alexander? Um, Derpy seems a little bit more unsure. So I'm going to start with him. Derpy, who do you think it is? Was it 74, you said? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I, yes. I'm sorry. Okay. 1974. Hmm. I honestly don't know. So I'm just going to go Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. And is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. I'm going to lock 
Lock Derpian. Tony Lock. Gwynn. Uh, in 1974, Michael, who did the Braves receive from uh, – I'm sorry, who did the Brewers oh, receive no, from the Braves in exchange for David May and Roger Alexander? Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Is this your final answer? My final answer. All right. You locked in. Uh, Pete says he wasn't even alive. None of us were alive, Pete. None of no, us, no, none, no, none of us on this show or yourself were alive that year. Um, but yes, Pete also says just let baseball die, man. Just let it die. Let it go. I yeah. You just let, let it, it go, die. Man. Let it die. Yeah, I'm gonna come slap you for that comment. <laughs> That's right. Derpy is the, is a big baseball fan. But again, that, the that question of the day is this: Derpy. In 1974, <laughs> who did the Brewers receive from the Braves in exchange for David May and Roger Alexander? Derpy says Tony Gwynn. Mike says Hank Aaron. I don't see anything else on the board, guys. The answer to this question is and could only be the number one and only Hank Aaron, Hank Henry Aaron. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Boom. So again, enjoy, enjoy the baseball trivia. Won't be last, it won't last too much longer. But again, we got uh, tonight. Sorry, bud. One week. One week. One week, guys. Football is, is in full swing to the Steelers. Get on the field and play. And you know what? Once that happens, it's going to be hard to think about anything else. Uh, Mike, you got anything before we take off? I do. I like real quick to follow up with like the uh, defensive player of the year awards. Yeah. You know, for teams, they had website, this website has it broken down by games played. And oh, wow. So like the Steelers have played 48,400 and some odd games. They have eight defensive player of the year. You play 16 games a year. Can you yeah. imagine? Like, geez, yeah. oh man, that's Baltimore Ravens have, you know, 19,224 games played. That's probably like total player wise. They have four, they have four awards. Then you get like the Houston Texans, 15,000 games. They've won three. And it's just insane. Like some of these younger franchises that had good players just, oh, then you have franchises like who aren't even on here, like the Browns. They played how many games? Zero awards. Even if you yeah. went with the old team or the new team, it doesn't matter with the Browns. They, they just it, don't have any. It's 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 just comical. But I, I I saw that stat pop up. Like, man, the Houston Texans like fifteen thousand games played. Hey, can you believe that they, they played? <laughs> that don't even make sense if you think yeah, about it. I, I, I sixteen games a that's year. That's got to be like total number like man games played or some shit like that i don't know how they got that number but that's just you know what's they gotta be adding with man's mic they they gotta be adding in like players time in there you know i uh weird it's just weird i'm just throwing it out there that's all i had i thought that was a weird piece of trivia to follow up with what do you got um i'm gonna be up friday night lights tonight oh tonight tonight derby is gonna be it Friday night lights up at camp, so uh, get, make sure you get some good pictures. Make sure you uh, keep us up to date. I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying to hear about it. And uh, you, you're going to be back in the morning, Derpy? Yes. All yes. Right. But stairway to seven. Stairway to seven. We're going to have to come up to the, the Latrobe to find you? or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do want to say thank you to everybody for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you. Each, each, and every single one. Um. My thing, uh, you know, the only thing I can't, I can't get out of my head one week from today, Pittsburgh Steelers will be back in uniform on the field playing a game, not quite a meaningful game just yet, but you know what? This is close enough for me. For two dumb yinzers, everybody, want to thank everybody for checking us out. Derpy, Mike, myself, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.